This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, April 14th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Senate Farm Bill hearing is set. Snap probe ensnares states. Trump heeds dairy industry concerns and Kansas House winner on trade worries. The Senate Agriculture Committee is moving ahead with its second hearing on the next Farm Bill. That hearing will be held Saturday, May 6th at Michigan State University Extension Facility in Frankman, Michigan, home state of the committee's ranking member, Debbie Stabenow. The first hearing was held in February in Kansas. Stabenow says that agriculture supports one out of every four jobs in Michigan. The committee's chairman, Pat Roberts, says listening to producer perspectives from across the country is a critical step toward writing a new farm bill. States settle SNAP mismanagement charges. First Virginia and now Wisconsin have reached settlements on allegations that they mismanaged the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program. Both states have agreed to pay about $7 million to the federal government, according to the Department of Justice. The allegations stem from quality control measures that were recommended by the same outside consulting firm. The improper practices allowed the states to understate SNAP error rates and qualify for bonus payments from USDA. A USDA spokesperson declined comment yesterday on the settlements. However, a source familiar with the cases tells AgriPulse that they're a part of a broader investigation into the way that states have been reporting their SNAP error rates. The department reimburses states for part of their SNAP administrative expenses and provides performance bonuses to states that report the lowest and the most improved error rates. USDA has recently been withholding bonuses at the request of the Department of Justice. Bethann Dinkus of USDA's Office of Inspector General said the department has been working with employees in middle states who allege that SNAP quality control procedures had been weakened because of consultant recommendations. Dairy industry looks to Trump to counter Canada. Dairy industry officials tell AgriPulse that Trump administration officials have assured the U.S. dairy industry that they are taking Canadian trade barriers seriously and looking into remedies. Canada has long been a growing market for U.S. dairy exports, but Canadian producers have recently expanded efforts to block those shipments by creating new marketing categories that effectively exclude U.S. product. The new Class 7 policy, part of Canada's national ingredient strategy, is now hitting Wisconsin farmers hard, blocking shipments of ultra-filtered milk used to make cheese. Last week, Wisconsin-based grassland dairy products informed farmers it would have to reduce purchases from them because of the new Canadian policy. U.S. dairy groups sent a letter to President Trump yesterday on the issue, but industry officials said they've already been in talks with administration officials who said they are working on a solution. New House member, trade is top ag concern. The first member of Congress that has been elected so far this year, Ron Estes of Kansas, says that trade is the biggest concern that farmers have right now. Estes, who is the Kansas State Treasurer, will be sworn in April 25th to the Wichita-based 4th District seat vacated by CIA Director Mike Pompeo. In an interview yesterday with AgriPulse, Estes said that Trump's campaign statements on trade policy raised fears in Kansas that he would be pulling out of trade deals such as the North American Free Trade Agreement. Estes said, we're not going to tear up NAFTA, 
but it does need to be updated. Estes was briefed yesterday with a House GOP whip, Steve Scalise, on the congressional agenda. And Estes said he expects a vote on health care reform soon after he takes office. House leaders pulled the GOP health care bill off the House floor in March when it appeared they wouldn't have the votes. Estes said he doesn't know what committee assignments he'll get. He was interested in the Financial Services Committee, but that is no longer available. Pompeo had a plum seat on the Energy and Commerce Committee, which oversees EPA and FDA, as well as energy policy. Estes grew up on an 800-acre farm south of Topeka, where his mother still lives. The land has been rented out since his father and brother have both passed away. The shrinking drought. For the first time in seven years, so little of the country is under a severe drought that only about 300,000 people are affected. That hasn't happened since August 2010, that according to NOAA's National Centers for Environmental Information. GAO, USDA needs to tighten broadband oversight. A report by the Government Accountability Office says USDA needs to do a better job of measuring the effectiveness of its rural broadband programs and determining where in the country there are holes in Internet service. According to the report, USDA's Rural Utility Service needs specific measurable goals for each of its loan and grant programs. In addition, the report says RUS lacks the complete mapping information that it needs to determine where there are unserved areas for high-speed Internet. USDA agreed with GAO's recommendations. In fact, Colorado, Kansas, and North Dakota all the leading recipients of broadband and telecommunication loans, with each having received more than $500 million worth of loans since 2004. Oklahoma has received the most money in broadband grants over the period, worth about $22.5 million. Here's today's He Said It. There is no question that organic will be facing some challenges, but it's important that we not make our challenges even greater by fabricating additional foes. That's Steve Etka, Policy Director of the National Organic Coalition, on a National Organic Standards Board conference call. He's concerned that supporters of organic agriculture are overstating the threat posed by Congress and the Trump administration. Well, that is Daybreak for this Friday, April 14th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by McLeod, Watkinson & Miller, America's most experienced law firm in agricultural and derivatives law, and by the American Association of Crop Insurers. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.